Good evening. Welcome to the eighth episode of season two of the Last Drop Africa podcast. Today I'm in Kawempe Church of Uganda Primary School with an amazing human being that has been doing phenomenal work that should be replicated by almost all schools in this country. The school itself has about 1,300 pupils. We came at the time when they are being released to go home, but some of them are still here looking at what all of us are doing with these microphones with their teacher. I hope they don't lynch us on our way home <laughs> thinking we are we have been torturing them. But no, not really. These eight episodes we've done have all been proudly sponsored by Africa No Filter and the Mastercard Foundation. And the theme for all these episodes has been your hand in combating climate change and we could not close this season with someone that has actually used their hand quite literally to do that i am going to ask him to introduce himself and then we can start this conversation my good man welcome to the last of africa podcast thank you very much alex actually i'm very pleased to receive you this evening the pleasure is all mine good um chiba joseph a teacher here i teach primal four and seven actually they are outside class there are a number of things that i carry out with the children plus the community at large right now as i talk i've done a number of activities here concerning climate change before i came to this school this school had the bare ground had no grass belt had no trees but right now as i talk there are a number of uh, trees fruit trees moreover whereby children are enjoying guavas when it is time for harvesting ah they enjoy even girls you see them even wishing to climb the tree in order to enjoy not only that there are a number of activities concerning climate change i looked at climate change having a number of things to be done in a way that in various schools you see teachers enjoying in schools mostly in schools you see teachers children push and beans throughout the term and it was the case here but right now as i talk have planted bananas we have harvest we are harvesting them and we are enjoying right away not only teachers even our pupils have taught them how to come up with the small plot garden for banana plants and other items more so when it comes to fruit trees i can feel the breeze actually i was uh, transferred to this school in 2012 that's where i came right away from abuise uh, St James Waise Primary School which was phased out by the government it had been tortured by the floods it was very funny in the other area it could rain the other side of Makerere hill and the other side of Kazo and when it is not raining in Waise you could just see floods invading you and all of a sudden all the classes are cut off and the courtyard of the school so the government saw it necessary that due to the disadvantages of floods the school had to be closed in order to have good children and lives not to destroy the lives of those people who are working there so right away from there i was transferred to this school when i came to this school i met a bare ground i said wow here i am by the way before that i am doing this work with the background of my uncle who inspired me to do this work he is a retired head teacher mr samanya patrick as i talk is a retired head teacher in masaka right now i did not be this gentleman i would not be here pan now So I thank him for the good work that he did for me. Who is Joseph right now to be looked for by some good gentlemen Alex talk about Francis and other people concerning climate change. I have children. I'm trying also to to teach them to do what exactly what my uncle put into me. So the this portion of fruits that I'm seeing 
wired up above us, uh, the guavas. They look like they've been here for some time. How long have you been at this school? Concerning the passion fruits, actually, it is a small plot, as you can see. But uh, why am I doing this? I'm doing this simply because the young ones, if you teach them, they cannot forget, and still they can implement the work unlike the adult people. And I looked at the other side of sustainability, that these children, in case you teach them what to be done in the right time and in the right place, still they can imitate it. And as I talk about now, you find that in their homes, they are still doing this work. Sincerely speaking, they have enjoyed my my being here in this school. They are constructing that road of uh, Tulakaleri Road. KCCA put a very big good drainage that led all its water right away from the main to our field, as I talk. Yes, post ground. I'm one of the sports teachers within Kampala. Early this year, I managed to send one participant for national competitions. That was in Iruero. He's called Kediha Joroge Getui. Sounds Kenyan. He was born here. Yes, he's a Ugandan. He represented us very well in this school. And right now, he has started training for the incoming for the incoming year. He said, teacher, I have to come back with, with a trophy as a number one. Sincerely speaking, here we have a slogan that talks about being number one always in whatever that you do. So I've looked around the school. There's a lot of placards that are there talking about the environment. This one says, think about the generation, conserve the environment. The other one is, if you care about nature, you're awesome. So many of these that speak to the environment. What message are you trying to put across to these youngins and what impact do you hope to achieve from that? If we engage these young ones and such messages are read to everybody and they try to practice what we are trying to do, I hope Uganda will not remain the same. If the government can give me a chance or any other NGO as you have come to visit me, I would wish to become the green ambassador of all the teachers in Uganda. My work is not only ending here. I work in the community. The community members have appreciated my work. The old people, the, the teenagers, and when it comes to the teenagers, also they have thanked me very well because that field I'm talking about, it had, it had perished. But due to my hard work, tried to see that the field can do come back. That's why you can hear or can uh, talk about the Njorogues who are becoming good athletes, that is tomorrow. And this boy I've talked about, he's saying he wants to become a Cheptegei of some good two years ahead of ahead of right away from here. This good work, if you put in the young ones, they'll do better. They'll do good work better than the other mature people. So does the school have like environment club? How do you organize these children to pass this information down to them and then see how they can pick it up and transfer it elsewhere? Do you have like a club? How do you organize? In this school, I have environmental club. In each class, I have somebody responsible. I am not gender biased, whereby a boy and a, bo a girl is also representing all those children in a particular class. And they are doing a very good job. Whenever it is maybe primary seven on duty, the green ambassador, both bo a boy and a girl, they carry out all the activities. And when you could reach here, when it is a dry season, you could say, what is this? These children, that is, they have taught me also another a method of watering, watering these plants. I think one of them is just around the tank there. They use that plastic bottles, mineral water. They pierce it on the top. Then they put it upside down and they pour their water. So they regulate the, the drops that comes right out the, from the bottle to the plant. They, we named it drop irrigation. And indeed, it is doing very good. It is doing some good work here when it comes to a, a, wet, a, dry, a dry season.
Speaking of bottles, when you enter the school, the first thing you see is it's a gate. But it's not just any other gate. You put it together with, I think it's about 200 or so plastic bottles. It's very, very decorated in a way. But it's plastic bottles being put to use there. What was the thought behind that gate? Thank you very much, Alex, to ask me such a good question. I had an idea of trying to reduce the plastic wastes in the community. And first of all, this club that we have talked about, the environmental club in all classes, I invited them. We had problem of littering in the whole community here at school and where they come from. So I asked them, how best can we handle this problem? They told, they told me, teacher, we can still pick them and we can, after we have picked them, we pile them. When we get a big number of plastic bottles, we can sell them. For them, they began with selling them off. Indeed, it was a very bright idea, whereby some of the children, they come from poor families, and they have, we did that anyway. After we have sold the bottles, the plastic bottles, we raised some good amount of money, 100000 after we had sold off all that. Now, right away from there, I thought of doing some good work with the money. Some of the children said, I asked them, we have raised this money. How are we going to use it? How do we use it profitably? Some of them, they told him, no, we should buy some loaves of bread and we enjoy. Some of them said, no, we should buy some more bottles of soda and we also enjoy. Then another said, no, why do we buy sodas? Again, we bring back the plastic bottles in the what? In the community. We shall not have done any good work at all. So one of them told me, why don't we buy some of the scholastic materials to our friends who have no books in class and pens? I said, this is a very bright idea. So we bought the pens and pencils, books, and we gave to the children who were not having such. The project is still on. And there is one child who had no school fees in primary seven. We tried to uh, raise some good amount of money and we had to pay school fees for this young man. And yes, from the plastic bottles. So outside there, I'm appealing to my colleagues that environment can make you busy, not only making you busy, but it can make you earn a living. We began off a nursery bed, which is doing very well. We are supplying seedlings to other organizations. Like, for example, I have an organization that is taking my seedlings. It is called Arocha Uganda. They buy a number of seedlings right away from me. One million, two million, three million. Just recently on our climate day work charity, they buy bought a number of seedlings from my from my from my seedbed so they took them for planting and not only this previous time they always do it whenever it comes to a dry season and i'm doing it with the children my biological children and the children at school so the work is really good how do you think that other schools can emulate the example that you are setting here to achieve some of the climate goals or support the environment to recover from some of the climate shocks that we've had. Most of the schools have big pieces of land, but they are lying, I haven't planted any trees. The trees that they have are browning. How can they engage themselves in some of the activities that you are doing? There is what we call interest in what you are doing. Do you have the interest really? If you don't have the interest, however much they'll give you a hundred seedlings, you can even live there to dry. But if you have the interest, you have to give care. You have to look after them properly. Like for example, I talk about the example that I know and I have right away from this school. My head teacher is a person who likes green and that's why she's supporting me so much to see that at least every work that I put on the ground, she supports it very well. Uh, to those schools that are having trees but they are looking bad, they are yellow in color and what have you, if I'm given a chance by the government to be the green ambassador, as I've said, I'll put those teachers to her 
have interest in what they are doing and at the same time bring others on board so that they can love what we call climate change. By the way, if we go through schools, after three years, Uganda will be different. Why? Because these children come from different destinations. In the case they carry out the same job into their different areas of stay, I think some good work will be done. Because when the young ones are doing good work, even the parents, I know they automatically carry out the job. When you look at the other side there, that garden is for sunny flower. And indeed, there was a time when the first harvest, we managed to collect seeds and we managed to make cooking oil out of them. It was really fun. It was really fun for the children and even the teachers could not believe, but it is true. So I tried to talk to the head teacher of Uganda Road by then, Mr. Juko. Before he retired, I sent them seeds for sunflower. They planted. Another teacher is Stawanyak from Mobati Valley. He has also come on board to see that at least there is some good work concerning climate change. Another teacher that I'm working with is Madame Sarah of Tulacha Kawempe Church of Uganda. There is one for Mbogo Muslim Primary School. Uh, Kawempe Muslim Primary School has not come on board yet, but I've tried to call them. That is the interest that I've, I told you to call them. The seeds are there to come and pick the seeds, but right now, up to now, they have not picked yet. Then there are some schools that I'm working with in Wakiso under the leadership of Mr. Luanga, the DEO. There are quite a number of them, something like 50 schools. Sometimes I pick seedlings from my nursery in conjunction with Arocha Uganda so that we can go and supply these trees among these schools. And they are doing very well. One of the teachers called me and told me, Joseph, the first tea intake of the trees that you brought here, we are enjoying the fruits right now. I can confirm that part of our objectives as an organization is to use young people like you have in your schools to get this message deep down in their brains because we know that when they are the ones making the decisions in a few years to come, they will take more climate smart decisions than those of us who are here now and the work that we're doing. And that's why The Last Drop Africa exists to work with people like you. So we're happy to support you on your journey. So when you become the ambassador, the green ambassador of schools, please remember that we were partners now in this work and we're happy to support you in your job. Uh, thank you very much, Alex. Thank you for coming. Very happy and proud to have you now show and see the work that you've done it's very amazing thank you so much i think we'll have a break where we welcome the head teacher to have a brief conversation with us as we wind up his conversation this is the last episode of the last of africa podcast season two episode eight that is sponsored by africa no filter and the mastercard foundation my name is alex taremo and see you soon